Welcome to History from the Back Pages. I'm your host, Colin Sugg, bringing you episode 8 of season 6. We continue on with the theme of watching and reviewing classic films I've never seen before. Today's film was inspired by one of my aunts. This is her favorite film of all time, she told me. And I decided that this would be a great opportunity to watch this movie. And it is inspired by her suggestion. So the movie in question is called The Ventures of Robin Hood from 1938. There have been many, many, many Robin Hood movies that have been done. There have been animated versions live action, uh, movies from throughout history, 40s, 50s, 90s, 40s, 60s, throughout time. Well, this is one of the best and well-regarded Robin Hood films, which stars Errol Flynn, Olivia de Havilland, Basil Rathbone, Claude Rains, and Una O'Connor. Directed by Michael Curtis to William Keaty. And it is produced by Warner Brothers Pictures. And one thing about this movie that was very inspiring at the time was that it was in Keller. While researching the film, it talked a little bit about in the history portion of it that it was actually supposed to be in black and white. But they decided to put it in Technicolor instead. And I think that that was a good idea. I think it would have been a perfectly good movie in black and white as well. But putting it in color definitely gave it an extra bit of pizzazz. Made it even better than it already was as a film. And personally, I really enjoyed the film. I thought there was many good opportunities, action sequences. It flowed very well. And I'm going to discuss the plot, talk a little bit about the cast, and I'll give my rating on a 1 to 10 scale like I have been for the past episodes in Season 6. So let's get to it right now. And also talk a little bit about the history of the film too, and how that went about. So the film, The Ventures of Robin Hood, from 1938, its plot goes about with King Richard of England. He's taken captive due to returning from the Third Crusade by the evil, the treacherous, the manipulative Prince John. And one of Prince John's fellow Normans, Sir Guy of Gisborne, helps him to kidnap King Richard, and then they take charge. So Prince John is now the Lord Regent of England with King Richard captured. Prince John takes full advantage. He becomes the new Lord Regent. And Sir Guy of Gisborne becomes his right-hand man. And though Prince John tells the people that he wants to rescue his brother Richard, Really, he could care less about Richard, and 
they are not trying to get a ransom to rescue him. Really, he wants to be the new Lord Regent forever, and he could care less what happens to his own brother. Which, frankly, he already was a manipulative bastard. This made him far worse. And Prince John and Sir Guy both are treacherous and manipulative. And both of them are not people that I cared for. Both of them, the acting was very good. They did a good job with um, cast selection for these two roles. Prince John and Sir Guy. And definitely could tell their treachery. And now let's get to Robin Hood. So Robin Hood, he is a member of the Saxons. And his full title is Sir Robin of Loxley. He's a Saxon noble. And overall throughout the film, Robin Hood, he helps the little guy. He's a hero. He's somebody that people look up to. They know he's got their side. He knows he's going to be there for them. And when they need help, Robin Hood will always be there. And he's the Antonis of Prince John and Sir Guy. So they're both manipulative, untrustworthy. Robin Hood, trustworthy. He's a hero. He's the good guy. He's well-loved by the townspeople and those who aren't even Saxon, but Norman also love Robin Hood. And Robin Hood, throughout the film, is able to save various characters and stop Prince John and Sir Guy's treachery. He is able to take charge, kick ass, and get the job done. You know you can trust Robin Hood. You know that he's going to swoop in and save the day. Along with being a suave guy, ladies man, and also being a hero for the week, Robin Hood is just an overall great guy. And pretty much the main plot, non-spoiler plot that we need to look at has to do with Robin Hood. He needs to save King Richard. Robin Hood needs to stop Prince John and Sir Guy. And throughout the film, Robin Hood, along with his merry men, is able to help people and stop Prince John. And that's pretty much all you need to know. Robin Hood, hero, saves the day. And in the end, he's able to restore things back to how they should be. I don't want to spoil too much. I just want to let you know that's the main plot that we need to look at of The Adventures of Robin Hood. And as it says, lots of adventuring throughout the film. And going back to that, Robin Hood, he needs to collect his merry men. And throughout the film, he comes across people who join his group. For example, Friar Tuck, Little John. Those are two guys who are very important to his merry men. And Robin Hood, he would not be who he was without his very valuable and close friends who join him throughout the film and help him stop 
the evil Prince John. That's the main plot. Now let's get to the characters of note. So the main characters and actors that we need to look at are first, the main character, Robin Hood, played by Errol Flynn. And Errol Flynn was a great choice for the role. While researching it, he was actually not the first choice. There was someone who the directors wanted to cast Robin Hood instead. They wanted to cast James Kegney, but he walked out on his contract. So instead, Errol Flynn was given the role. And due to this, according to legend, the movie had to be postponed three years as a result of the role change. And I think Errol Flynn was perfect. He was a great choice. I'm glad James Kegney walked out because Errol Flynn, he made the role. He is Robin Hood. He embodies Robin Hood. And that is the main character. Main love interest is the maiden Marion. She is his main love interest in the film, played by the fantastic, the star. And just overall, she was perfect for this role. Olivia de Havilland. And according to lore, once Errol Flynn was chosen as Robin Hood, there was talks that it would grow great with Olivia de Havilland because they'd been in roles before this role before. They had good chemistry. And they would be in movies even after this together, appearing in a total of nine films. Errol Flynn and Olivia de Havilland. And you could tell they had great chemistry throughout the film, and I thought they were a good pairing. And I liked the maiden Marion as well. I liked her character. Next important character to look at is Guy of Gisborne. He is Prince John's second in command, played by Basil Rathbone. Let's, let's just be honest. That sounds like a villain name. Somebody with the name Rathbone already sounds like a villainous sort of name. And Basil Rathbone is a well-known, well-accomplished English actor. He was a Shakespearean stage actor, appeared in more than 70 films, primarily known for being in costume dramas, swashbuckler, and horror films. And this is a swashbuckling film, so he is in his genre of success. And Basil Rathbone, perfect choice for Guy's Gisborne, the main second-in-command villain. I really liked his aura and how he portrayed the character on the big screen. Great choice, and he was very accomplished. Now, our important character is Prince John, the main villain, played by Claude Rains. He is an actor who had been in film for more than seven decades, he has been in, for example, his first American role was The Invisible Man, 1933. And he's well known for being in this movie, Mr. Smith Goes to Washington, and more. And I thought he was definitely a good choice. He had a very well-pronounced mustache. And he was able to come across as slimy and smarmy which Prince John, that is his character. And Claude Rains definitely did a good job, and I really enjoyed his performance. Then, 
some of, those are the main four characters who are most important. We have some of his merry men, Robin Hood's merry men. So, for example, Will Scarlet, played by Patrick Knowles, Fire Tuck, played by Eugene Pallet, Alan Hale Sr., played Little John. And this is a little important to discuss. The character Little John and played by Alan Hale. Alan Hale actually portrayed the character Little John three different times in three different movies. He was in the first performance he was in was the 1922 Douglas Fairbanks version. And then he was again Little John in Rogues of Sherwood Forest, released in 1950, which was a 28-year span. So he played Little John three times, which was cool. I liked that he got opportunity to play a character that he loved three separate times in three separate films. And I've never seen the other two Robin Hood films, but he was very good as Little John in this film. So I guess I can see why he is cast multiple times to be the same character. And then throughout there are other important characters too, members of the Merry Men, characters who are involved with, for example, Maiden Marion, King Richard, and more. Those are the main characters and actors of note. A little bit about the film before we get to my review and where I'm going to rate it out of 10. In terms of stunts, because there's lots of stunts in this film, lots of arrows were shot throughout the film. And a thing interesting to note was that professional archer Howard Hill, he was the one who shot all of the shots in the film. So all the arrows shot were shot by Howard Hill. And lots of people throughout the film Prince John's men, Sir Guy's men, just criminals throughout the film were shot by arrows. And if you're wondering how that went about, those who were shot with arrows wore clothing padded with balsa wood on protective metal plates. And according to lore, it was fairly painful, the impact, but no one was hurt due to this. And it was done this way so it would create an illusion of bodily penetration. So it would create a false view that the arrow went straight through the person, which it was, in reality was going through the balsa wood on protective metal plates. I thought it was an excellent job. It definitely, to me, because I learned about this after seeing the film, to me it looked like they were shot and killed by an archer. It didn't look like it was illusion whatsoever. So great job with the stunts. And in terms of the Robin Hood stunts, Errol Flynn, he actually did almost all of the stunts. The only one he did not do was there was a scene on horseback when he was able to climb up a castle. Errol Flynn did not do that stunt. And... There was one where he had to jump on a horse, hands tied behind his back when he was hanging down a fortress gate. That was performed by a stuntman 
But besides that, most of the rest of them, Errol Flynn performed himself. And a little bit more about stunts before we move on. This is very interesting. There was a very cool scene in a archery tournament when Robin Hood was told to go to the archery tournament and he was able to split an arrow and that was done by Howard Hill, the professional archer. He was able to split the arrow and it was a little bit different though than in reality. In the film, he was at a farther distance than where it really was performed because that was going to be more difficult to split the arrow at a farther distance. But still, very cool. And if you're interested in more about the stunts, there is an autobiography that Errol Flynn is about him called My Days with Errol Flynn when the stuntman Buster Wills discusses his relationship with Errol Flynn and discusses far more in depth the arrow splitting stunt which was very cool and I very enjoyed. The stunts were very well done and that definitely made the film a lot better in my opinion. Now in terms of production and location, because there's lots of cool locations, for example, I had to be Sherwood Forest. Most of it was filmed in California. There were for example, the archery tournament was filmed at the former Bush Gardens, now part of Laura Royal Park, Pasadena. And for studio scenes, they were at the Warren Brothers Burbank Studios and Warner Ranch in Calabasas. And a lot of the location work was at Bidwell Park in Chico, California, which was supposed to be Sherwood Forest, which is really in... England, but they did not film in England. And the music was also very well done, very enjoyable music, and I liked it, and it was definitely well done. And a little thing interesting to note is that the person who created the musical score, Erich Wolfgang Kormgold, was a very well-known Austrian musician. He was asked by Warner Brothers to come and do the score for Robin Hood. And according to history, one of the reasons why this film is so beloved, along with the cast and the plot, is the music made it so unbelievable and was able to set the scene in such a fantastic way and you may not recognize the name Erich Wolfgang Korngold but one of the most well-known and legendary movie composers John Williams who's known for his fantastic epics Indiana Jones and Star Wars calls Korngold, his inspiration, and how he got started on creating musical for films. And now for 
success. The movie was super successful. It was sixth highest of 1938. And it was very successful for Warner Brothers. It far outpaced what they expected. And it helped Errol Flynn become even huger of an actor. And Warner Brothers cast him in more films after this. After he made such an impact for Warner Brothers. Now for awards. I like to discuss Academy Awards a lot when discussing about the different films that we go over. In the 11th Academy Awards 1938, the film won Best Art Direction, Best Film Editing, Best Original Score, and was nominated for Best Picture, but lost. So it won three Academy Awards at the 1938 Awards. And... In terms of reception, this film was one far beloved. Critics loved it. Fans loved it. And it's still a huge legacy today. And there have been so many spinoffs, spoofs, parodies after this film. And you could probably watch loads of Robin Hood films and you could thank the Ventures of Robin Hood from 1938 for inspiring countless new versions. Now I'm going to give my rating 1 out of 10. Greatly enjoyed it. There was lots of swashbuckling scenes, good sword fights, good archery sequences and horseback riding scenes. The plot made perfect sense. It was not too convoluted. It flowed perfectly fine. The acting was good. The music was good. I'm going to give the film out of 10 a 9 out of 10. I would highly recommend if you're looking for a pre-1950s classic and one of the early Technicolor masterpieces, The Ventures of Robin Hood starring Errol Flynn is definitely a place you could begin and have no issues with that. And I want to thank you for listening to my episode and review, The Ventures of Robin Hood from 1948. If you have any questions about the film, more in-depth questions, you can find me at History from the Back Pages on Instagram and Twitter. I will greatly appreciate any feedback and I can respond to your comments. And enjoy the rest of your week here. Colin Sugg, host of History from the Back Pages, signing off. Very excited to continue with season six of the program. Continue to find classic films that I've not seen before that deserve to be discussed and reviewed here on the podcast. Thank you so much for your support. Greatly appreciate it. And see you next time here on History from the Back Pages. Bye.